It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. and shine nerds welcome to the back row morning show a part of the love thy nerd podcast network and the official exclusive morning show for ltn radio i'm radio matt i'm the station manager for ltn radio i'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd also i've uh well i've I've created one two three four and then there's another one party christian party games christian group games what do we call them tabletop games card games there's so many ways mo's helped just so you know. Mo had an idea for one of them, but we don't have it up here. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might say smarter counterpart of the back row. I'm a wife, mom, and super fan of all things friends. And also, he just stole my line because I was going to say, I helped create those games. <laughs> so now I got nothing to say. You had the idea for the punishment deck, and then somebody else stole that idea and made it a lot better than we ever made it, which made me sad. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Today on the show, Valentine's Day. Amazing celebration of love or waste of money fueled by consumerism. We've also got a game, a bad joke, tales of Florida Man, five random facts, things we love, and more. But first, today is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate. Well, a holiday to celebrate. A holiday. Yeah. A holiday. A holiday. Uh, it's National Umbrella Day. Mm. I mean, you need it sometimes. They do. They do. They do you good. Umbrella, it'll do your head good. Get, get one. All right, let's move on. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> it's game day Wednesday. We're gonna play a game with the help of those watching us live on Twitch <laughs> right now as we record. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a new thing. Kind of a new thing we're trying. We're recording our Tuesday and Wednesday shows live on Twitch, either Friday night or Saturday morning, depending on when we can get together and record. Uh, today, the, they're going to help us out by choosing our winner. We're going to be playing Sunday School Answers. Now, this is the original Christian parody of Cards Against Humanity by our buddy Michael Mordenga. Uh, we've got all the sets. We've got all the sets. We even have our own set. Uh, that we got to make when we were the Back Row Baptist podcast. We have our own theme set with our old logo on it and everything. It's really fun. Uh, We're going to play like this. We're going to draw a white card, which is the dilemma, uh, the thing with the space. (laughs) And then uh, we already have a stack of of answer cards to fill in. We're going to pick our favorite one, think it's going to be the funniest answer to the dilemma. And uh, then we're going to read the two options to you without telling you who picked what. Mm -hmm. And then you're going going to vote. I'm going to put a poll on Twitch. It'll pop up on your screen uh, and you just choose. Uh, And we're going to do this three times. Best of three wins. Hopefully there won't be any ties. We'll see. Uh, So we're going to draw the white card at random. Uh, And did you shuffle these by any chance? Uh, No. Okay. I'm just going to cut it a few times. Okay. All right. Here we go. Dilemma number one. 
The story of Noah's Ark really puts blank into perspective. The story of Noah's Ark really puts blank into perspective. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Wow. Um, um, um. Okay. Uh, well, no. Jeez. Joyce. Jeez. Uh. Yeah. Uh, mm. Okay. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Just settle. You on gave a me card. such awful cards. Okay. Okay. I, I okay. didn't pick them. Uh, well, you handed them out. <sighs> All right. I dealt them. Uh, while I'm putting this on, deal different cards. <laughs> for both of us. Well, at least for me, because half of mine could probably be very offensive. Okay. Oh, here okay. we go. Answer. <clears throat> so here we're gonna read the the two. The first one is uh, the story of Noah's Ark really puts casual martyrdom into perspective. Or the story of Noah's Ark really puts a Pluto-less solar system into perspective. All right, so I'm going to put this poll up, and we're going to say martyrdom. Or, I don't think I spelled that right. Or uh, Pluto-less. Here comes the poll. Hopefully it'll pop up. We'll see if it shows up. Yeah, should be there uh, for you to use. I see it. Uh, you must you must be logged into Twitch. Why, why is it saying I'm not logged in? Hopefully y'all can see it, because uh, I can't. <clears throat> so we'll just give you a few seconds here. A few seconds. Look at the poll. Look more. at the poll. I'm hoping people are voting. Go vote. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And I'm going to close the poll in three, two, one. Boop. It's not showing me the results. Does someone see the results? Why is it saying I'm not logged in? I don't understand. Someone on Twitch, tell me if you see the results. I can't vote. Oh, great. Uh... Wow, this is a just a failure on all all fronts. Plutoless one. Thank you. That was Moe's. How many voted? <laughs> I'm not sure who <laughs> told you that. I don't know. I'm going to try and log out and log back in, I guess, to see this. It just won't show me. Uh, all right. So, Mo, you can you can draw the next dilemma uh, while I do see, this. See. Uh Okay. If our nation could just take a moment and realize that we have always had blank. Duh. <laughs> We've always had. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, yeah, these are good. I'll let you read these. <laughs> okay, dokie. If our nation could, if our nation could just take a moment and realize that we have always had an all-meat salad, 
Or if our nation could just take a moment and realize that we have always had unending lies and falsities. Falsities? Falsities? How do you say that word? Falsities? Falsities. Falsities. False False cities. cities. I mean, that would work also. (laughs) False cities. Okay, let's see if we can do this now. An all-meat salad or unending lies and falsities. All right. Well, that poll's still going. Weird. Okay, let's try this again. Which card is funnier? Meat, salad, unending lies. Here we go. Start the poll. For real, I still can't see it. Something is wrong with my Twitch right now. Because it says you must log in. I just went through the 17 steps to log in. All right. <laughs> Partner. What are you trying to do over there in Twitch? All right, they're voting right now. They're voting, they're voting, they're voting. Voting. I'm going to give it 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Boom. All right, somebody tell me the results because I still can't see them. Maybe I'll be able to see it over here. I don't know. What one this time? Kind of hope it's you just so this weird mess up game can end are we only doing two rounds if you win then yeah <laughs> meat salad one. all right that was me y'all that was me okay Topher, I'm, I'm counting on you to give us these answers here all right last one and on. uh, are you, you gonna reveal a, your cards well, i'm no, fine with my cards you need a the you next have one? to have a seven i have card. to have seven my that's bad. how the my game bad, is played. y'all my bad all right last one for all the marbles Whew, okay. Here we go. The best modern description of hell is intense amounts of blank. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Whew. Whew. <laughs> okay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. The best modern description of hell is intense amounts of borrowed riffs from pop songs. Or, the best modern description of hell is intense amounts of another bleeping church staff meeting. Wow. Wow. Okay, so here we go. I think I know what's gonna win. (laughs) Is it pop riffs or church staff meeting start that poll y'all start that poll here we go uh (laughs) i feel like we need to have background music here background music is playing for people on twitch right now and we'll have it uh inserted in the in the radio so you're hearing it is what i'm saying anybody listening you're hearing background music yeah twitch is twitch is a is a is a place where you always want background music i'm told uh because I don't know. It's easy on the ears. I don't know. I don't I know really the reason. I really thought you were going to say, Twitch is a place where you always want to go, where everybody knows you. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right, Topher. Who wins? Who wins? Is it Pop Riffs or is it uh, the other one? <laughs> I don't even remember what the other one was. Pop riffs or church staff meetings. That's what it was. Pop riffs or church staff meetings. 
Who won? Who won? Who won? I need to know. We need to know. We need to know so we can go. Where are you, Christopher? Enjoy that music. Uh. All right, Topher, then you just pick. You pick who won. Which one do you think is best? So, yeah, nothing won. <laughs> pick, Topher. He's pick. feeling, no, he's feeling all of the codependency right now because he doesn't know which one. <laughs> oh! yeah! Staff meeting wins, everybody. Mo can eat it. <laughs> eat that uh, loss. Eat that loss. See? See, Topher, if I bring you home. <laughs> the rest of these cookies that you probably won't eat. Anything? No, yeah, I was going to say he doesn't want the cookies. See if I ever bring you home anything ever again. Okay, guys, that didn't work as well as we wanted it to, so we're going to figure out some other way to play next time. I don't know what's going on with our Twitch. It will not let me act like I'm logged in, even though I'm clearly in the stream manager that I have to be logged in for. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I know. I know there's a delay. I don't need your excuses, Topher. You do what we want when we want it. That's how this works. You're a kid. You're a teenager. you got to obey. Is that how that works? I don't, I don't have a teenager yet, but I assume that that's how I'll talk to mine. Uh, <laughs> let's move on with our show. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that was just a mess. Oi. Uh, now, of course, uh, that game is a whole lot more fun with a huge group and in person. So go check it out by visiting thegamecrafter.com and search for Mild Pepper Games. Don't just search for Sunday School Answers because there are a lot of, of older versions of the game that for some reason the Game Crafter won't take off the site, but they're no longer longer for sale he has made um like bigger collector's versions that you'll want to get those are the ones that are available now and you can still buy the back row baptist uh extension pack as well i think it's only 12 bucks anyway it's really cool uh so go check it out right now those are all ones that we came up with mo and i both came up with all the dilemmas no wait all the answers. He came up with the dilemmas but we had the answers correct it was fun to do Mm -hmm. uh and i thought love thy nerd was in talks of making their own expansion pack. I wonder whatever happened with that. Hmm. 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 All right, let's take a break here. When we get back, I think Valentine's Day is stupid. I disagree, but first, Faith and Phantom 180 with Hector Mira. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So being a dad of some young gamers comes with some perks. I love seeing my kids rise to the challenge of video games, and I also get easily flustered when they're flustered. And um, When my kids are playing a game that's difficult for them, They've yet to ask me, hey, dad, beat this for me. They've never done that. Like, I think they know I want them to, you know, level up themselves and get there. But one of the things that has been an encouragement to them is that when they're facing a difficult place in a game, they'll come and say, dad, have you done this part? Or do you remember this part? And I'll say, yeah, do this or do this. Or I found this over there. Or I can give them instructions or tell them, hey, you know, this part's hard, but you will be able to get there. 
even now i'm currently playing uh hyrule warriors uh age of calamity and you know we're sitting around and they're watching me play and i'm like oh look i did this here and this was hard here but we can do this and once they see me beat something it kind of triggers in their mind well dad did it so can i just seeing someone go ahead of them gives them the confidence to actually push forward and that's the same energy and heart and attitude that jesus shows us in john 16 33 he says i have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome the world and yes the stuff we go through on a daily basis is hard and difficult but the comforting reality that whatever we face whatever struggles whatever trials jesus has faced it jesus has not only faced it but he overcame it and yeah i get it he's jesus you know you think that probably comes with like some cheat mode but jesus overcame these things and he's telling us that we can do it because he did it and he wants us to have peace in every struggle and trial we face so the next time you want to like throw your controller of life against the wall take a breath and realize jesus already beat this level you can too remember to catch faith and fandom 180 every wednesday morning on the back row morning show only on ltn radio and if you'd like to learn more about faith and fandom head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our comic-con ministry podcasts memes apparel and book series you can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book i'm hector mirai and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me the back row morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and today on the show we're debating valentine's day but before we do anything else i've got five random facts for you bring it are they Uh, all about umbrellas they are are you serious Uh you found five facts about umbrellas that are interesting Uh uh-huh we'll see you ready (laughs) fact number one a parasol keeps the sun away and an umbrella keeps the rain away there is a difference how what's the difference is that another fact one keeps the sun away, and the other keeps the rain away. But I mean, they're the same. The but they're essentially away. the same thing. They can, they can, it can accomplish. Their fabric is different. Is it? Is it? I'm reading. <laughs> you can't Umbrellas just say. are waterproof. Okay, and parasols typically aren't. Parasols have UV protection. Oh, okay. So you can't even just like say, well, okay, I'm just going to get an umbrella and use it for both. Right. Each one does. Okay. Okay. Legit fact. Legit fact I did not know. Good job. The first waterproof umbrellas were used in China back in the 11th century BC. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in 1969, Bradford E. Phillips got a patent for his working folding umbrella. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, modern day umbrellas are coated with Teflon, which makes them waterproof. All right. And lastly, until the 1700s, European men never used umbrellas. They were just for women. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why did the men want to get wet? Um, it says... <laughs> For centuries, Europeans considered the umbrella to be a feminine accessory (laughs) until 1750 when English gentleman Jonas Hanway 
popularized the umbrella by bringing it with him wherever he went. While enduring some laughter at first, Hanway eventually broke the taboo of I men just, using umbrellas. I just don't understand, like, what, what are they doing? Are they just, well, I'm just going to stand in the rain. I don't understand what anyone ever thought. Like, why would I? I'm a man. I don't cover myself from the from the elements. Because <laughs> they're men. I guess. That's exactly right. That's but here's weird. something fun. Hmm. The English have adopted the term Hanway to refer to the umbrella. Hanway? Hanway, because that was the guy's name, Jonas oh, oh, Hanway. Sorry. Right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Bonus fact. Yeah, bonus fact. <laughs> All right. It's time for Adventures of Florida Man, everybody. We are going to be sharing with you a couple stories that could only come from the Sunshine State. Is that the Sunshine State? It is. The, good awesome. Job. I got it. Very good. That was off the cuff. Good job. <laughs> good job. Good job. Florida Man calls 911 for a ride home at 4.20 a.m. A man who appeared to showcase his love for the Sunshine State with a Florida-shaped tattoo on his forehead right between the eyes. You see that picture? Yeah. <laughs> Called 911 for a ride home. Ended up going to jail instead. The Pasco County Sheriff's Office arrested Matthew Kyle Latham, 22, on misuse of the 911 system and possession of marijuana uh, last Sunday. So, uh, yeah. He, he called twice. He called them twice for a ride home. Why would you... If you have drugs on you, why would you be calling the police to come get you? I mean, it seems like a common sense thing, but I've never been on drugs, so I don't know what it does to your brain. It seems like a common sense thing. Also, not tattooing the state of Florida (laughs) in between your eyeballs on your forehead would seem like a common sense Like, he thing. seems like the most legit Florida man ever. He, you know. He's got the insignia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, but he might be topped by this guy. Uh, man, try, Florida man tries to board a flight from Florida with 22 pounds of meth. You know, go big or go home. A passenger. <laughs> A passenger at Orlando International Airport in Florida was arrested trying to board his flight with 22 pounds of crystal meth. Authorities said the TSA agent stopped Eli Brown at a gate around 8 a.m. on January 22nd for a random bag check before he w- he could board his flight to Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. 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 Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. (laughs) The agent found 22 clear bags, each containing one pound of crystal meth and were wrapped in clothing and uh, $900 inside Brown's backpack. The drugs were worth $500,000. Brown, 46, told cops that the bag wasn't his. He claimed he fell asleep on his flight from Los Angeles to Orlando, and when he woke up, he saw the bag next to him, so he grabbed it, assuming it was his, because it kind of looked the same, according to the arrest affidavit. I mean... I mean... Mm-hmm. What if, though? I mean, what if that wasn't his bag? What if somebody thought, oh, crap, I'm going to get caught, got cold feet, saw a bag that looked really identical to his, and like, this is my one opportunity to get out of this clean, swapped him out while the guy was asleep, and now this dude's in a in a real pickle. You watch too many movies, in Matt. In a real pickle. Hey, hey, it could happen. Mm-mm. It legit could happen. In a movie. <laughs> All right, lastly, Northwest Florida Man cashes out big on GameStop stocks. Now, we all heard the, the weird... Yes. The weird, uh, what was it called? Wall Street Bets thing from Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I pretend like I understand what happened, but uh, all I know is Democrats and Republicans are agreeing on it. So 
Maybe, maybe it was a good thing. The one thing that unifies our country. When Ted Cruz and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez agree on something, seems 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 like it might be legit. Uh, <laughs> So over the past week, all eyes have been on GameStop stock after it went up hundreds of dollars in a week. Stock prices went up so quickly thanks to the Reddit group called Wall Street Bets. Big investors were betting against the retailer GameStop, and they thought its price was going to continue to go down. But then small-time investors connected on social media, band together, and bought the stock to drive the price up. So hedge funds were left without millions of dollars. In fact, put a lot of people in the hole and had to be bailed out. Uh, but a specific story is... Uh, Northwest Florida man who uh, is one of the millions of people on the Reddit group that bought GameStop stocks, GameStop stocks early on. He wanted to re- remain anonymous, but uh, he bought 42 shares of the GameStop stocks at uh, $55 a piece, cashed out. I'm sorry, at $55 total, cashed out last Thursday for about $13,000. $55 investment, couple weeks time, $13,000. I mean. Now, he said he felt forced to sell his stocks after brokerages like Robinhood halted the buying of GameStop stocks because of the high volatility of the market. But, uh, yeah, that's not the only story. Like, there was a, the only reason I picked that one is because Florida. Uh, but there was a kid. There was a kid whose mom bought him, like, six shares of a GameStop, GameStop stock a long time ago, mm-hmm. and he was able to cash out for like three thousand bucks or something. And so he said he's using it. He said he gets to use a thousand of it to buy whatever he wants, and then they're putting the other two thousand in other stocks, and they're just going to keep. I mean, that's great. People should be investing. Yeah, it should be something that people do. Everybody should do it, even if it's only a little bit. Just start and build it up. It's good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing, guys. I, I really do think that it's the smartest thing my husband did in 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my wife my wife is in the industry of that, mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful because we're on track to actually have money for our kids going to college and yeah. to retire with and, and all this. And it's not like we're not like in super risky things. Like right. there's not really a chance that all of this is going to disappear, even if there is like a uh, recession or a, a you know a downturn or anything in the near future, mm-hmm. you know this is a it's a long game and if you look back over the last hundred years or whatever, pretty much everything just continues to go up. Yeah, there will be dips, but eventually it'll recover and keeps going up. Right. Uh, in fact, that was a thing that happened. Uh, my wife said we saw a graph of like the last, uh, I think it was ten presidents and what what effect that their time had on the. On the markets, mm-hmm. and when you look at it long term, overall, you kind of expect to see up and down and up and down, given you know the party or the right. person, right. and it's really kind of just a straight line, slightly going up hmm. all the way through. Now, interesting. So, yeah, buy stocks. Hmm. That's Things all I'm saying. Make you go. Hmm. <laughs> so last week, an impromptu argument about Valentine's Day where uh, occurred, mm-hmm. where I laid out some hot takes. Which I disagreed with, and so we made plans to argue it out next Monday, but we decided to take um, take on the holiday debate before the holiday actually comes around on Sunday. <laughs> so maybe maybe you'll do what, what I do and just don't celebrate. I'm kidding. 
I'm, I'm forced. And that's something we're going to talk about. So let's present our cases, uh, and then we will argue it out in the next segment. So I'll present my case first to give you time to think of yours, because you didn't, did you? Didn't even write it down. Just off the cuff. You're going to lose this debate, aren't you? <laughs> Here's my thesis statement. While a fun holiday for, for children and young people in love, Valentine's Day for married couples is not only ultimately pointless, but the cons of making a big deal out of it outweigh the temporary endorphin rush it brings the wife and pretty much only the wife. <laughs> so to a degree, Valentine's Day is a holiday that should not just be reserved for couples, okay. but should be extended to everyone okay. in your life. Showing love to those around you, regardless of the feeling it gives you. Okay. All right. So those are our two positions that we're going to take. They're not diametrically opposed, but they are still... Pro Valentine's Day and against Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, we're gonna pause right here. When we get back, the debate is on. But, but first, first. <laughs> a new nerdy definition. Stick around. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways. You might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. We're here to help. Today's term is replicators. Now, anyone familiar with Star Trek knows that a replicator is a device on board all of Starfleet ships that can create food, clothing, supplies, tools, pretty much anything that is needed in space because, you know, there's no factories or farms up there. But if we turn our attention instead to another star property, Stargate, we are introduced to the replicators in Stargate SG-1. They are an insidious mechanical form of life that plagued the cosmos and were able to overcome the efforts of the most powerful race in the galaxy, the Asgard. They existed only to evolve and replicate themselves from any viable material present in their environment, working with others of its kind in a kind of group mind setting. In fact, not entirely unlike the Borg, except in Stargate, they're tiny little robot spiders, and, you know, the Borg are fully realized people. However, I think I'd rather take the Borg. Yeah. Replicator spiders are pretty creepy. I'm Radio Mad, and I hope I've made your life just a little bit nerdier. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo, and today we're debating the value of Valentine's Day. Oh, let's just get back to it. In the last segment, we shared our thoughts about Valentine's Day. In a nutshell, she's forward. I'm against it for different reasons. But now it's time to battle it out. Mo, I need your, your, your opening defense here. Just one, defend one of your points. Love is good. <laughs> Okay. Was that was that good? That was good. Okay. okay. So I got a thought. <laughs> so one of the cop outs that people that usually take my position say, and I think I kind of said this last week too, was that love should be every day. Mm -hmm. And well, yeah, that's true. It is typically 
a cop out for people who really have no intention of making love a priority every day. They just want an excuse not using it. So I understand that. But uh, the point that I did make last week, and one I still believe, is if you're a married couple, the celebration of your marriage already has a holiday, and it's called your anniversary. And so your celebration should be reserved for that day. And not just saying like you can't celebrate being married throughout the week, but more like don't waste money on Valentine's Day. Save that money for something extra special on your anniversary instead of spending money on both for slightly worse times. Okay. That's my opinion for that part. Okay. Do you agree with that? Um, to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am not a huge Valentine's Day gift giver. That's because you're a woman. For me, but I don't like getting gifts either. You're not a gift getter either? <laughs> um, for me, I'm more of a sentimental gifter on Valentine's Day. Okay. To me, that's what makes Valentine's Day different, is you can take this time and... I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm not. I'm not. But don't shake your head and roll your eyes at me. <laughs> I didn't roll my eyes. Don't know when you became a 15 Did year old girl, roll but. My eyes. <laughs> um, to me, it's just a good opportunity to kind of think outside the box and be creative with your love. Okay. My the 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 shaking of my head was mm-hmm. that I also think that the anniversary would be a more sentimental thing. Like I'm not going to give my wife a steam cleaner on our anniversary you know it's going to be a sentimental thing about the relationship no that's not a gift a steam cleaner is not a gift that is a i wouldn't say a necessity (laughs) but you know what i'm saying it's not like i'm not gonna i'm not it's not her birthday i'm not buying her like those kind of gifts they're going to be sentimental it's going to be focused on the marriage the relationship and stuff like that and so then again, so in my perspective, that still makes Valentine's Day redundant. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. Uh, I believe unnecessary expenses are occurring in February uh, while we're still paying off all the lovely crap I bought you for Christmas. <laughs> Yo, homie. If, uh... If you're still paying off all your Christmas stuff. <laughs> That's the only time we go into debt. Is it Christmas? You're doing Christmas wrong. <laughs> but actually, I think I'm, I think I'm stealing that joke from, from Lewis Black. Lewis yeah. Black says, so that uh, Valentine's Day rolls around, and now you want me to buy you something else? Didn't I just purchase you a treasure trove of useful crap? And <laughs> now, a month and a half later, <laughs> you tell me, it wasn't enough. <laughs> so I am, I'm, we're, we are two points into this. Yeah. Right? Two points in. And I am beginning to realize that it, I think our stance, our lines really are drawn at the giving of gifts. So far. We have, I mean, I haven't looked at all of it. But I think that we have very different takes on Quite possibly. gift giving. And I also think that might be because you're a woman and I'm a man. 
Okay. We'll discuss that get, later. I can get more into that here in a minute. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll just go over the next two, which are gift-specific. <laughs> Gifting chocolate to a woman who is trying to lose their holiday weight is always a toss-up. That's fair. I mean, am I right or am I right? No, that's fair. Am I right or am I right? Am I right? Uh, and flowers are nice, but they, they are not worth the price for seven days of life. Ten days if you put in that little packet. <laughs> so, um, I like having fresh flowers in the house. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I enjoy. Chris knows that. But I don't want you spending... <laughs> so expensive. $20 or more. I don't even want you spending really $10 or more on flowers. And I realize that's hard to get a good bouquet of flowers. But something that Chris has learned is in our grocery store, there's a little Mm -hmm. spot of $5 market flowers. Mm -hmm. Every time he goes to the grocery store, he gets me a thing of the $5 market flowers and brings them home. It is nice. And it's something that I kind of took for granted. It was just like, oh, okay, I got new flowers. Thanks. Until he ran into somebody, a friend of ours in the grocery store, and that friend was like, oh, is it y'all's anniversary? And he's like, no. He just kind of looked at him, waiting for a reasoning (laughs) for the flowers. Oh, okay. You know, the guy was like, well, why why are you you buying flowers? Chris is like, I just buy mango flowers every time I go to the store. She likes having fresh flowers in the house. They're only five bucks. It's just a small expense for something that he knows I enjoy having okay. in the home. Again, I do lean on the side, pretty much the same side as you. That Right. But you're also kind of making my case that it's not a Valentine's thing. It is not a Valentine's no. thing. Do they add to the holiday? Sure. Is it something that your wife enjoys getting on Valentine's Day? Then get it. Yeah. But, and I get that. And I've done that multiple times. Um, but it's like... Now, I'm not saying this is my wife specifically, but I am saying that this is kind of like the culture around it is, are you doing it just to, so your wife can brag that you have a, a nice husband mm-hmm. in the workplace? Okay. So I will say really this. really a legit reason? And you brought this up last week and it got me thinking it brought okay. back some, some, brought back some memories for me. <laughs> um, when I was working at central office in HR, I can remember Valentine's day rolling around approaching and I worked with a bunch of women and I can remember thinking, Oh crap, all of these women are going to get flowers delivered <laughs> to the office and I'm not going to get anything. Mm. I've never, it was my first Valentine's day working. You know, it was never really territory that we had chartered right, never through. Never really a thing. Yeah. yeah. So I went home and I was like, so <laughs> you going to give me flowers for Valentine's day? <laughs> and of course, well, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get you some. No, like, you know, it'd be cool if they were delivered to work. You know, and I'm putting this bug in his ear <laughs> and then, and then the flowers are delivered. And I know it was not done out of love, but it right. was done out of obligation. Right. And so I'm looking at these flowers all day that were beautiful flowers. He did a great job, but I'm thinking, <laughs> man, 
These are guilt trip flowers. These are like <laughs> my husband's just as good as your husband flowers. Yeah. Like so I will say, ladies, don't fall into that trap. <laughs> it's all about it's all about pride, really. It's a prideful thing. I, I can And I'm not gonna encourage that. <laughs> it I can agree with that. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's get into some serious territory here. <clears throat> False, we haven't been in serious it, well, territory. Well, I mean, we've been semi, but we're gonna we're gonna build off of that and go into false expectations and intense pressure. Okay. So, in general, wives are not expected to make big romantic gestures on Valentine's Day. This is my position. Okay. In general. Okay. While some wives are are into that and you know mutual thing, I think that most would agree that the giving typically leans heavier in the one direction. Okay. Wives have expectations with Valentine's Day in general. Men in general have no expectations for Valentine's Day. Are you speaking and truth it is right a now? Set up for a fight, I think. <sighs> Not one Valentine's Day have I ever expected or even wanted any kind and we're not talking about we're not talking about <laughs> we're not talking about relations here so that comes gonna... that comes the next day uh but <laughs> if you not heard, I'm not, I, we can't even say the name of the supposed day cuz it's offensive anyway we're not talking about that we're talking about gift giving that's what we're talking about gift giving okay. uh dinners all that you know all the stuff trying to find a place to eat on valentine's day I mean, where everybody on the planet is some out there. might say that's a gift <laughs> Also, that's messed up if that's your expectation. <laughs> I bought you all these flowers. Now, no, hmm? I was gonna say that's the only thing that Chris would expect, like, <laughs> and not like in a. I did this for you, so you do this for me. In a like, it's Valentine's Day. Of course, you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we're getting spicy up in here, guys. <laughs> Woo! We are married. We're allowed to do those things. (laughs) All right. Well, no. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about about the expectations of actually participating in the holiday, gift giving, all that kind of stuff, the the ritualistic stuff of the holiday. And everything you keep saying (laughs) just just brings it right back. Uh, No. So anyway. I never expect to get chocolates or flowers from my wife on Valentine's Day or anything of a gift nature. I don't even expect to get a card. That's not what I'm expecting from her. Now, sometimes she does. In fact, I think most years she gives me at least a card. But but uh, it's just not a thing that men... I'm not even going to say expect. I'm going to say care about in general. Okay. Like... Your son is watching the stream, and I'm just remembering that. I'll remember to go to bed early on Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's funny right there. That's how you came to be. Don't say that. (laughs) I'm uncomfortable for him now. Gross. He's not uncomfortable. uh, He's my good kid. (laughs) So All my my, kids are good kids. That's my point. He's my good kid. Wow. Topher, you have that now to hang over the heads of your your siblings. (laughs) 
even the one that's currently writhing in pain. The in one your home. who. So I have one kid who watches us and then one kid who actually listens to us. And so <laughs> he'll hear that and be like, way to go. What? Family friendly stream, family friendly stream. Thank you for the reminder there, Rachel. Um, yes, we're, <laughs> I've, I've, I can't talk about it anymore. That's the, the point. It's a holiday for women. That's what I'm saying. It's a holiday for women, not for the couple, for the wives. Okay. Do you disagree with that? Um, this is all new news to me. Truthfully, after 15 years, it's new news. I have put so much pressure on myself because it's difficult. I will say this. It's difficult finding a good husband's gift for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And there's, one, I mean, there's a reason. One that is set apart for Valentine's Day. One that's not right. like, well, I could have got you this for your birthday or for Christmas, you know, right. but one that is specific to Valentine's Day. It is hard to find a good. And so for wives, it's. You know, for you guys, you got it easy with a card, chocolate. Flower, maybe a stuffed bear. Yeah. Y'all got it easy. (laughs) We have to really think outside the box and get creative with the gifting of gifts for Valentine's Day. Right. It gets hard. Right. After so many years. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, take the pressure off yourself. The reason why it's difficult is because that's the way the industry has leaned. Because by natural occurrence. Yeah. Husbands don't care about it. Many wives don't participate in that direction. It's usually a I send you flowers to work kind of thing. And we go to dinner and that's the event. And then maybe the wives give the other thing that we were not talking about earlier. And they think that that's, that's their portion. But anyway, yeah. Okay. I'm, you know what? And this just kind of came to me. Okay. Okay. I am going to say. Valentine's Day, in terms of couples, should be a time to not just genuinely express your love for your spouse, but to express your love for your spouse in a new way, in a different way, to (sighs) (laughs) challenge yourself. Think outside the box. Sure. Well, I'm just trying to help you with words. I'm not sure where you're going. Mm-hmm. No. Uh. <laughs> it's a talk show, Mo. You it know, is a talk show. Words. Yes, I know. I know. I know. But it's a family-friendly talk show. <laughs> <laughs> so which direction are we leaning here? What um, words are you trying to okay, get to? Okay, so what I'm saying is, especially the longer that you're married, Things can become, you can become content. Yeah. Okay. And things can become the same, a routine. Okay. So take Valentine's Day to gift your spouse things that are a little more intimate. I'm not saying Uh, the act, but things uh, a little more in line with that. mm, Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Things that you couldn't open on Christmas. I do. I know what you mean. Things that you couldn't open on Christmas morning in front of the whole family. <laughs> things that you could. What? Nothing. I'm just thinking. This is, this must be very difficult to walk this line with. The Thank, you. You're Thank you. I'm appreciating what you're doing. Thank you. <laughs> but on a couple's level. Oh gosh. Take the time to really have those hard conversations that can be a little bit uncomfortable with each other. 
and meet each other where you are, and then... And then meet each other where you are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I honestly didn't anticipate this this debate going in this direction. You know what? Neither did I. But it's funny. This is why I don't prepare. (laughs) You're always best off the cuff. Okay. Uh. But I think it's a good point. Even if I have no, to no, I, I, skirt I around agree. the outer edge of it. I can agree with that. I can agree with, with using the holiday in a different way than is commercially expected. Yes. I, I can be for that uh, if we want to co-op the holiday to be something different and more actually special for the married couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in, Twitch, in Twitch chat, we have a seal of centurion. He said, it's a Catholic saint day. Hijacked by Hallmark, uh, it really isn't different for any other day. It it is it is a commercialized holiday in my opinion, and so sure, so is Christmas. But the reason behind that event, Christmas, is is clear. It affects all of humanity. The origins of Valentine's Day are are, are muddied and weird, and also kind of stained by lust and murder. Okay, and. I don't understand how this happened to begin with. Like, how how did it become a day where we give little Valentine cards and little conversation hearts? It's This isn't so much a reason not to celebrate it as more of a I don't really get how it came about. Like, is it really just a Hallmark creation? Um, I mean, Santa Claus was a Coca-Cola creation, at least the version that we see. Jolly fat man. Well, and Rudolph was created by Macy's, so. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, but you don't need to argue that point. (laughs) What I really want to say is that I think Valentine's Day is great more so, you know, in its form, in its specific form. Not like you're talking with kind of using it in a different way for couples, but I think it's great for unmarried couples. I do think it's great for children. You brought up that point, you know, mm-hmm. like sh- sharing love and giving gifts and whatever. That's fantastic. Any opportunity for that for a kid, great. I love it in school that they celebrate like a holiday every single month. They have a little party and they have fun and they make friends. And the Valentine's Day one's really neat because you get to actually let them express their their friendship and, and care and love for everybody. Mm-hmm. That, you know, all their friends and even some people that they might not consider friends. You You teach them how to be compassionate and loving to... Even those you don't know, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a great opportunity to teach kids about unconditional love mm-hmm. and uh, grace and those kind of things. For unmarried couples like teenagers and you know young adults, I think it's a fantastic day to kind of stand in for a wedding anniversary. Like it's a day that really you celebrate the fact that you're young and in love. You go do all the cheesy romantic stuff. You buy a bunch of cheesy gifts, bears, go to dinner, you know, go sit in a park and look at the stars, you know, all that cheesy stuff. I think there's a there's definitely a place for that. And I'm not saying there's not a place for that in marriage either. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be Valentine's Day. But I think Valentine's Day is great. In fact, uh, and this will this will be surprising to you probably. 
given my hard stance against the holiday. Valentine's Day is why my wife and I got together. There was a Valentine's Day dinner our church was throwing. And I used that as an excuse to ask her out in December before that. I said, do you want to go to this, this Valentine's thing with me when it rolls around? And then we just kind of started dating from that. And we made Valentine's Day a pretty big deal when we were dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that, that when that Valentine's Day rolled around, our school was selling Valentine's Day stuff that you could mm-hmm. buy and send to other students. But Deidre didn't go to my school at that time. So I just bought it all. And then I boxed it up and made a big present for her. This huge box full of stuff. Uh, there was even a uh, like a fake rose, you know, that mm-hmm. smells good or whatever. She still has it. Yeah. It's still at our house. And I think that's great. I think that's really cool. And for several years, we made Valentine's Day a big deal. Every year, she would get me a six-pack case of those glass Dr. Pepper bottles, because that was the first thing that she got me that first year, and it became Mm -hmm. the tradition. It was a beautiful thing. But when we got married, I no longer cared about Valentine's Day, because that anniversary, that day, that was the culmination of everything that we had done that was cheesy and cute and lovey-dovey and everything leading up to we are now one. No other date in our relationship mattered to me. And I wanted to put all my, my emotional weight behind celebrating that day. And so I might be more alone in this than most people. And I might come off sounding as like a curmudgeon. You kind of (laughs) do. But honestly, I feel like Valentine's Day is is a distraction that takes away time, emotion, and money that I could be focusing on throwing an even bigger celebration around our anniversary. You know what I mean? Okay. And it has that social stigma, that social uh, obligation that, well, you're not going to celebrate Valentine's Day? You want your wife to feel like she's the only one who has a husband that doesn't love her at her office place? You know, that kind of that kind of pressure that is put on us by the commercialism, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and I, I 100% agree with the commercialism side of it. I yeah. 100% agree with, um, it, it doesn't need to be just another holiday where we obligatory give gifts. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't think that any holiday should be like that. Any gift should be like that. Sure. If you are giving me a gift out of obligation, please don't give me a gift. <laughs> I, I really don't want it. Um, just simply saying, but I do think that Valentine's Day, and I've said it, but Valentine's Day for spouses, for couples is a good way to get creative and think outside the box and to just one more day to go a little bit above and beyond the norm of how you show love. For kids, it's a good way to, well, for parents with kids, it's a good way to affirm in your child's life all the good things about them, all the good qualities about them. Kids have this really awful way of um, 
replaying all the ugly things that they think mm. we feel yeah. as parents. You know, every time that we've fussed at them or we've gotten onto them, those kind of things replay in their heads pretty regularly. Yeah. And so as a parent, it's just a good way to affirm our children, yeah. to build them up, you know, to really take time to sow into their lives and into their heart the things that we love about them. <clears throat> And then for our friends and those around us, which, you know, you say that you're probably alone in your feelings about Valentine's Day. I think that I'm probably alone in my feelings on this end, and that's okay. But for me, Valentine's Day is just another way to take some time and show the people in my life that I care. Mm -hmm. Show the people in my life that I see them, um, that... There are specific and certain things about them that I, I take notice of, that I admire, that I love, and taking that time to also affirm my friends. Because we get so we get so bogged down in negativity, so bogged down in our own personal thoughts, and then that inner voice that we hear that has been sewn into our lives by other people. Yeah. It's just one more day to love like Jesus loved to go a little bit above and beyond. If I went around every day, sure, I tell Chris every day that I love him, and I tell my kids every day that I love them. But my friends are going to think I'm sort of weird if I tell them every day that I love them. Even though I do, they're going to, they would. If I were to I'm message trying, you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, oh, I'm sorry. I got off track when you said, them, uh -huh. I still thought you were talking about your kids. Oh, no. My friends will think I'm weird if I if they hear that I tell my kids that I love them no. every single day. I'm like, what? My friends will think I'm weird if I'm telling my friends, friends you every day <laughs> gotcha. that I love them. Gotcha. If That's I true. message you, yeah, it'd be weird. If Mo just messaged me every morning, hey, just want to remind you, I love you. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm, I appreciate it. Right. <laughs> even that, yeah, even if, if you did that every single day. I still would feel awkward saying it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though you've already taken that awkward step of saying it. Well, and <laughs> like, here's. Uh, yeah. Back at you. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. So I have a good friend, Gabby, who I told her one day, you know, she we were leaving church. I was like, bye. I love you. And she was like, oh, bye. And I was like, you don't have to say it back. You just do, know that it's true. You just do not have to tell one, me. Yeah. If it's one way, it's one way. Just know it's coming your direction. My love for you is not <laughs> determined on your love for me. That's okay. And I, I've realized that I, I do tend to share my feelings with my friends. I do let them know that I care, that I, that well, I like, love them. It's like I said yesterday. It's, it's. You wear your heart on your sleeve. You wear your emotions outwardly. I. And that's not a bad thing. I do. That's not a bad thing. But it's weird to do it every day. And sure. I, I recognize that. So Valentine's Day <laughs> but it's is... it's not bad. It's not. But it's not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> so on Valentine's Day, that's the one day where I can be awkward and everybody else is a little more comfortable with it. Everyone else will have to suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> because truly, I believe that's what we're called to do. Absolutely. Sure. You know, yeah. we're supposed to live love outwardly, not just to our friends and our family, but to our enemies, to everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just a good 
good reminder one day out of 365 where we're outwardly expressing that love. I don't think it's a couple's holiday 100%. (laughs) But I do think that it's a good way to kind of get outside of our comfort zone, outside of the norm, and sow love into people's lives. Sure. Absolutely. So I don't think that we dis... I don't... We might not agree on every aspect of everything that we've said here today, but I don't think that we disagree on the fact that Valentine's Day, as is seen in culture, in by and large, probably not the most important way to celebrate the holiday. Sure. Other better ways to use the holiday. As Christians, though, is that much different from anything else? Solid point. Solid point. <laughs> Halloween, I mean, I'm Christmas, just saying. Easter. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> just saying. But we've done plenty of shows on that, and I'm sure we'll do plenty more. I yeah. think this is our first Valentine's-focused show. It is, because it's the first year that you've become a fuddy-duddy. Like you, <laughs> you really broke my heart. You really did. And it, it, you even, like, you yeah, really I, crushed it tonight when you were talking about how... Like... You need to... <laughs> what, you... what did I crush it on? Because it was it, it was how y'all started dating. Oh. And now you... <laughs> yeah, that was off script, too. That was right out of the heart. That was out of the old ticker. You might want to have your ticker checked. Hey, my ticker is in love with my amazing pregnant wife. It, I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. But you might have a little bit of... <laughs> Now's not the time for, for silence. You got to finish that sentence. Turd in there with it. <laughs> yeah, poopy head. Look, my <laughs> wife's gonna get flowers. Well, not this year because it's on a Sunday. Yeah. she might still get flowers, but it's not. You know, what's the point if her work friends aren't gonna see it? Don't get her flowers. Yeah, I'm kidding. But I'm saying, like, does Deidre actually like flowers? Is yeah. that something that she? Mm-hmm. Okay. But like not not enough to where we'd have them all the time. Uh, mainly cuz she's a self-admitted kind of black thumb yeah. when it comes to all plants in general. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had a plant that survived. I understand she's, she's, that. She's resorted to getting those, I think they're perennials, the things that mm-hmm. just come back every year. So even if you kill them, yeah, yeah, they'll try again next year. But see, that's the beauty of a bouquet of flowers because they're right. supposed to die. Yeah, you're they're expecting suppo- them to yeah. die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but see <laughs> <laughs> you need to recreate. You need to get that box with those things in it. I've, oh, you yeah. need to no, do I've the had dinner. That, I've had that idea a billion times. I can only remember three things that were in the box. And aside from, you know, the rose that she already keeps, which why would I buy another one of those? Because we have the sentimental one still. It doesn't have to be the exact the other same things, things in the box. The other things I can't remember. Or, I mean, I can't find. I've looked. What, you want me to just buy other weird things that have no connection to no, our marriage? No, it doesn't have to be the same kind of rose. Get her a real rose, just one rose, and stick it in the box. <laughs> she would know. She would make the connections. But then okay. you have the dinner. You recreate the dinner. See? It's not a bad idea, uh, except for <laughs> the dinner went bad. They uh, they got steak, right? They got steak, and... Uh, the steaks turned out to be super tough. Like we couldn't cut them with the 
plastic utensils they got us. So all of us just kind of abandoned the romantic aspect of it. I remember this story. Ripped you, our rolls yeah. in half and ate them as sandwiches. <laughs> Juices all dripping. In yep. I remember this. So story. it wouldn't really be the most romantic of a recreation. But see, you could make it romantic. You get steaks from uh, somewhere that are cooked yeah. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you. You're not, you're not all wrong. <sighs> but I am also a very, funny. like, creative gift giver. So. You are creative. That's true. I will, I will say that. You're Listen, a lot, you're a lot more creative than I. If the gift doesn't I make the person cry, then it wasn't worth giving them. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Do we have a, a, we have bad, a bad joke? joke? You ready? No, I was trying to talk long enough again. Doesn't work ever. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What do we got here? I just want to make sure I know where I'm going. Okay. Uh, bad joke time. (laughs) How did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? I don't know. He felt his presence. I'm not sure if that comes on in the the Twitch or not. But anyway, that was my bad joke of the day, guys. Uh, We are not bad joke of the day, bad joke of the week. We are going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we share something that we love. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out ltnonair.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back to the Macro Morning Show. <laughs> Things are winding down for the day. Uh, but first... We're going to share with you some things that we love. I almost stepped on your line. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You always step uh, on my line. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, <clears throat> we, we, we talked about this on the Royal Rumble stream. John and I did for two words. But the WWE, Worldwide Wrestling, or World Wrestling Entertainment, has its own streaming service, WWE Network. It's had it for a while. Uh, it's, it's always been a good deal because you pay 10 bucks a month and you get... Not only a huge library of classic shows and new shows and documentaries that they're making all the time, but you also get every pay-per-view, which a pay-per-view is generally 30 to 60 bucks each one. So already right there, if you're interested enough to be watching every pay-per-view, you're saving at least 20 bucks a month and getting so much more with it. But it's getting even better because in March, WWE, the entirety of the network and all the papers and everything, is moving into the Peacock app, the Peacock streaming service. So now, for the exact same price, if you want no commercials, of $9.99 that you were paying for WWE, not only do you get that entire network and every single pay-per-view, including WrestleMania, 
But you also get the entirety of the Peacock Library, which includes, like, you know, The Office, which it stole from Netflix, stole back from Netflix. And uh, I just think it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal deal. They'll be doing this for the next five years at least. And uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. If Peacock could just get friends, I'd, I'd be happy. Nope, that is on HBO I know, Max. I know, and they're I know. never going to let that go. <sighs> never going to let that sucker go. Whatever. Okay, so my thing mm-hmm. Nightwatch. I know you don't know what it is. So I'm going to tell you. Is it like Night Court? No. <laughs> so it was a good, it was a good sitcom. It was a good sitcom back in the day. Um, so actually, it's an older reality show. It's no longer running new episodes, but it follows the fire and rescue and police department in New Orleans, Louisiana. It's amazing. It follows heavily the rescue side of it. And so you fall, you're riding around with um, EMTs okay. through New Orleans. So for all those reality TV fans like I am and too much, those too much so. who also grew up loving cops yeah. and rescue 911. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then started really enjoying live PD, but got hit hard when COVID Took them off A&E. This is on Hulu. There's three se- three seasons. So good. Okay. So good. So enjoyable. You, ooh. Oh. You, ooh. Okay, so here's the thing. With a lot of those reality shows, they will kind of censor some things so that, you know, some gruesome things. Unlike my post last Friday with Canon. Um... But they'll censor some of those more gruesome things. Not on Nightwatch. Not on Nightwatch. Seen a woman's leg split in half. Mm-hmm. It's amazing television. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> so if you can handle kind no. of the more gruesome things. No. Mm-hmm. 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 No, no, yep. ma'am. Do you remember how ER used to be? ER? Was that the one? Was that the name of it? ER. The, the sitcom? Not the sitcom. Oh. There, the television show. There was a sitcom called ER, and it starred Jason Alexander. Really? Did you know that? No. It was very short-lived, and then came the drama. Yeah. Okay, with George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, it, I can remember it being very... Did they do that, too? Yeah, there no. was always a lot of blood. I know. I watched CSI for a long time, CSI and CSI Miami, and a little bit of CSI New York. Yeah. And there was a lot of gross stuff on that that I just could barely get by but there's no if it's if i know it's real like this really happened i just nope yeah no 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 meanwhile my mother will like watch surgery channels and pimple poppers and all oh gosh Uh i i nearly (laughs) deleted hulu because they were running an ad for pimple popper dr pimple Mm -hmm. popper yeah and just showing all this stuff that i did not sign up to watch I didn't click on this show. I don't want to see this. this Going to vomit funny. right here on our new expensive microphones. Blah. Please don't. Because then I have a feeling you would take mine secretly, not tell me, and I'd have to throw up one. <laughs> I totally would. Right. Okay, let's <laughs> end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Matthew six twenty five. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, 
or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. That's kind of what it worked out for our Monday show, not worrying about things and letting God take care of you. Yeah, no, it would have. Uh, that's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles and all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization. And your gift is tax deductible, and I got the hiccups. Uh, and don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that gives LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no cost to you. And while Matt hones in his superpower, make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. By the way, if you don't know, my superpower is I can stop the hiccups. I can control the muscles in my throat mm-hmm. and stop it cold. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> he has to say that 90% of the time to cover him and see hiccups. There are, no, it's like, I think it's like if you eat too fast, those hiccups, I cannot stop. Okay. And I die when I get those. I'm just just want to fall over and keel. Just end life. They hurt so bad. <laughs> Lastly, remember, <laughs> we air first exclusively on LTN Radio and that's at LTNOnAir.com. We do that every Monday through Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time with an encore at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, but if you miss a, miss a day, can't catch a show live, that's okay. Find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, even just at lovethynerd.com. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind as we take you through the digital etiquette rulebook. Mo, final thought? Love the Lord with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. All that other love... It's great, but Jesus loves you the most, nerd. Aww.